bathroom and looking yourself in the mirror saying, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> um, anyways. Help me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go sip a little water. Yeah. <laughs> can you make sure? Do you believe that every human being has a purpose to fulfill in life? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast, Let's Get Uncomfortable. I am your host, Amy Bistrick, and this is my official co-host, Ben Ferris. He officially agreed to becoming my co-host. I greatly appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. (laughs) So we're just going to get right into the topics I had planned for today. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about was how, as humans, we are wired to always want more out of life and like desire more things, which I think is a great thing to have within us because it helps us grow as hopefully better humans, but you have to be really mindful of if the things that you are climbing towards or wanting are healthy versus not healthy. Because I feel like if you are wanting things for the wrong reasons, then once you attain those things, you will never feel satisfied because you aren't enjoying the journey of getting it. Or it's something that's not very meaningful that you're chasing. You're chasing it because Maybe you were told that you should have that. It's not actually because you want it. So I think it's very mindful. It's very important to be mindful of if the things you're wanting out of life are healthy for you or not healthy. Yeah. Before you start chasing them. Yeah. And I find like, I don't know, especially in this day and age now, um, I feel like everyone's like swapping careers so quickly. Like they'll hop from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, Mm -hmm. and never be satisfied with that given thing. Which I feel like we talked about last episode. We did, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's basically because you don't get that instantaneous payoff. Yeah, instant gratification. Yeah. So you'll like see people start something one week, they'll be super stoked about it. They'll be like, oh, check out this. I'm uh, officially doing this now. (laughs) And then two weeks later, you don't hear a word about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just about, um, yeah, not listening to what, like social media tells you, or even like your parents sometimes, what mm-hmm. they tell you. And it's just about finding what you are passionate about, I think. Yes. And pursuing that, like through the ups and downs. Yes. And just sticking sticking to it. Mm-hmm. Any, um, I'm re- right now I'm reading this book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And in that book, he discusses a lot about like our generation and the generation below us and how we have been taught from a very young age, age, like this very like positive mindset and the participation awards. And you're always doing so great that it has led to a lot of people always feel like they're doing really well and already are worthy of having certain things just because they were told from a young age that they're deserving of it and that they're amazing and they deserve everything they want in life. But the important thing out of the message he's trying to get across is that it is kind of important to sometimes have a negative mindset and know that you maybe temporarily aren't doing that great so it actually helps you work towards becoming a better person not feeling like you just should be given it on like a silver platter yeah i honestly think in this like in this day and age we're too afraid of like hearing that we suck at something Mm -hmm. and we're too bad at telling other people that they're not good (laughs) at something Mm -hmm. So we like always tread on eggshells, I feel. Tread on eggshells. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Yeah. There you go. Most people say walking on eggshells, but you're treading we're on treading. eggshells. We're treading. We're mixing it <laughs> up. Yeah. Um, we're treading water on eggshells. <laughs> um, anyways, but yeah, I feel like people are just, uh, I don't know, too afraid of saying 
or speaking their mind and saying that, you know, that's, that's actually not good. It's like that actually, it sucks <laughs> just because I feel as though, like, for example, if let's say someone gave me a compliment, like another videographer gave me a compliment on a video I produced saying, oh, that's so sweet, man. Like, and then they're like, check out my stuff. Uh, you kind of like voluntarily almost just say, oh yeah, that's great. Mm -hmm. When in reality you could be thinking like, ooh, that's not that great. Yeah. We have to also just make, make sure you say it in a kind I think way as well. Exactly. You got to know how to be constructive mm -hmm. with your criticism and yeah, you got to know how, where to draw a line obviously and not yeah. just like be bashing the person. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people, people need to know when something's not good because they're not yes. going to grow. Yes. If they don't, they're going to keep doing the same thing. I forget what I was reading one time, but the guy was saying how it's still important. Like it's, it's very important to tell the truth. And he was giving an example of his friend, I think doing this play or directing this play. And she was so excited for him to come see it. And he saw it and he really didn't enjoy it. It wasn't, I don't know where I read yeah, this from. I heard it too. You must've read it from the same yeah. book. Anyways. So he really didn't enjoy the play at all but rather than and she was all excited after the show and wanting his opinion on it and he didn't want to break her high of like how happy she was of it so rather than him saying oh i actually really didn't enjoy it he said i enjoyed seeing like your work i yeah. enjoyed like how happy you were here and yeah. um seeing how like lit up you are and everything yeah. but so there's other ways around it because like then you're still telling the truth yeah you but the truth. you're not bashing them in the moment and then he was saying that after like not in that specific scenario he'll take her aside eventually and if she asks like what his opinion is of the actual thing he yeah. would just be honest and say that it's not it was, my taste yeah exactly but yeah yeah no i think like yeah just just need to be a little bit more honest about mm -hmm. um we're just very scared of having like a negative mindset i yeah. feel like just because it is really pushed through media to always have a positive outlook okay. and i remember reading a book a long time ago called toxic positivity and that book was really helpful because obviously you don't want to be a victim and always be negative and think everything is happening to you not for you but it is like negativity makes people change yeah definitely i know i think like negative negativity can be so constructive mm -hmm. yeah. because i mean if it paired with the right mindset it can cause you to grow substantially and become a better person yeah. and better at your, your craft yeah your, it's good to take criticism. Yeah. It's like that random person on TikTok that said he loved my message, but he hated that my video was in landscape mode. So now I do do clips where it's like right. and me going back and forth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's just like problem solving, basically. Yeah. And it's it's funny. I feel I feel like basically whenever we're given a compliment, we feel like there's an obligation to give a compliment back. Yeah. You know? Even if it's not coming from the heart or it's not entirely true. You want your compliments to definitely be genuine. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people can, it feels shitty if you get a compliment, you know, it wasn't genuine. You're like, oh, I know you're lying. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know that they just said it like off the cuff and yeah. they're just like, yeah, you, you know, you look good too. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I know you're not telling the truth. <laughs> Stop lying to me. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I know I just rolled out of bed. <laughs> um, that's another thing I was going to say. Oh, um. One thing with that book that I'm reading, I'm about halfway through, but there is parts of it that I don't, like, I get what he's saying, but there's still parts of it that I don't necessarily agree with fully mm -hmm. yet, because there is one part of the book that he says that happy, truly happy and content people don't have to always remind themselves that they're happy and content. They just are, and they're just going about their life. Like, mm -hmm. they don't have to 
go in the mirror and say, I'm, I'm happy today. I'm happy today. Where I think sometimes that can actually be quite beneficial because if you want to lift your mindset, lift your mindset up and get yourself out of a dark place, it is, I think, important to repeat positive affirmations, but maybe not saying something like I'm happy because then, you know, you're kind of lying to yourself and that's contradicting yourself. So I feel like finding something else positive to say to yourself that you believe in Mm -hmm. so it can slowly get you out of that dark place. Yeah. Because some people do need the need help to get out of the dark place, you know? Yeah. I feel like if you're, if you're saying, if you're looking yourself in the mirror, locking yourself in the bathroom and looking yourself in the mirror saying, I'm happy, I'm happy. Motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, you motherfucker, I'm happy. (laughs) Don't say otherwise. (laughs) Um, I feel like, um, you're, yeah, you're lying to yourself. And you know, and like, you know, subcon- you know, deep down that you're lying to yourself. Yeah. So it's just probably not going to help. Yeah. You. You're like, you're trying to, you know, fo- uh, you're trying to force the agenda that you are happy. Even mm-hmm. when like, you might be a little depressed that day, you might be stressed out or something like that. But by, I think by you telling yourself that you're happy every single day, it's like lying to yourself. There's no way that everyone can be happy every single no, day. No, it's psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. I do get the message he's come, he's like getting across, but mm-hmm. I do think that repeating positive things mm-hmm. to yourself that are true are important to people that aren't fully content yeah. people. Yeah. Yet, so like, you know, I mean, you could bring yourself in the bathroom, lock the door and say, I'm growing as a human being. I'm growing as a person instead of like, I'm happy. I didn't you know? lock the door. I, I, I just went with that again. <laughs> um, but yeah, just say that like, I'm, I'm growing, I'm developing as a human being. Like I, am better than I was yesterday mm-hmm. or something like that yeah. rather than something just, that rings true. Exactly. Rather than saying I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I could see where like his, like his message is coming from where it's like so ingrained in our brains that we have to be happy because like we see everyone else online and stuff like that. They look happy. So like mm-hmm. we think to ourselves, Oh, why am I not happy? Yeah. But that's just normal. That's yeah. just being a human being. It's just part of the human experience is feeling all the emotions. And that's yeah, just exactly part of it. Yeah. And I think like once you, yeah, once you can embrace feeling the whole spectrum of human emotion, mm-hmm. then I think that will bring you in the right direction towards actually achieving happiness um, and feeling confident and good about yourself. Yes. Which will be fleeting. Cause again, it always mm-hmm. comes and goes. Yeah. He even was saying how we want a life or we think we want a life that doesn't have any problems in it. But even when you get yourself say, out of a dark place, you're still always going to have like life is full of problems. Like yeah. your life is literally, you're always just problem solving pretty much your entire yeah. existence. And he's like, you just are working towards getting better problems in your life. Yeah. So if you're in a really dark place, your problems are obviously not ideal, but then you, even if you become successful and get your dream job, there's still going to be a, a whole different really? yeah. variety of problems that you're going to have to solve. So you might as well get good at it now so you can be better at it in the future. Yeah. And it doesn't stress you out as much. Yeah. And I feel like the whole like happiness thing, it's, um, it's always a work in progress. Like it's, you're never going to actually achieve this like, penultimate thing of happiness this like heavenly thing it doesn't doesn't exist it doesn't exist exist. it's like ever evolving you're like ever chasing it by like and i think like one of the things that helps you try uh try to achieve this state of happiness is actually problem solving and like Mm -hmm. solving these like problems because then like to solve problems yeah and because like i feel like we get a sense of fulfillment when we do overcome a big hurdle in life that's Um, true and yeah a little dopamine hit to the brain. A little dopamine hit to the brain. Yeah. 
And he was also saying in that book that the more you are trying to look for happiness throughout your life, you're just, your life's just going to go past you mm. and you're never going to find it. If you're always searching, you're not going to find it. Like it's no. just, it's you're you're going in a circle. Yeah. And I think like as soon as you start overanalyzing your life and start questioning why you yeah. aren't, you know, let's say happy or at the place you want to be in life, that's going to significantly bring you down, especially if it's something that you become obsessive about. But then I feel like it can also do the opposite. Whereas if you, f you know, your life currently sucks and just admit like, Hey, my life sucks right now. That can also help you get to a good place yeah. because you're acknowledging that you aren't happy with what, where you are. Yeah. But I'm saying more so like every day you're like obsessive, you're obsessing and you're like, why am I not? Oh, like, like ruminating like, it. Yeah. 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 yeah that's different. Yeah. yeah that's and it's just like negative energy. And, yes. Yeah. I think because I am spiritual to a certain degree and I do believe in energy. That's why I like disagree with some things in the book because yeah. I do believe that like what you put out, there's going to be like more of that. So I feel like yeah. the book kind of, isn't on board with that, which is okay. Yeah. It's good and to read things that are different than what you believe in. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. It helps you again, evolve and develop as a person mm -hmm. and shape opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Next topic. Next topic. I feel like we discussed that one for a while. Yeah, that's good. The next thing that I had planned was knowing when to stop investing your energy into something mm -hmm. or someone mm -hmm. or a relationship or a friendship and my opinion on that is if something is i understand that friendships and relationships are a lot of like give and take like that's just a part of life but i feel like if it's becoming more of a a take and you really feel depleted for a prolonged period of time and there's no sight of anything getting better in the future then i feel like it might be good to cut ties with certain mm -hmm. relationships or yeah. friendships yeah yeah, I think if it's... If it's sucking all your energy and it's, like, consuming your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think if it's, if you're realizing that it's, like, a one-way street and you're putting in all the effort and you're not getting any reciprocation from that person, mm -hmm. I think, like, initially you should probably sit the person down and yeah. just have, like, a discussion with them. Just try to speak your mind. Tell, tell them where you're coming from. Um, it's too short to have, like, relationships that aren't helping you grow yeah no exactly exactly but i mean obviously yeah if that doesn't work and the people the person still retains the same habits then kill them off cool. <laughs> wow, that was, that was, yeah and you don't kill them you don't kill them don't kill them no we don't yeah we, we don't, don't condone, condone that, that. <laughs> <laughs> we hang out a lot yeah <laughs> And we're wearing the same color. Yeah, we share the same brain. I told him to wear yellow because I thought it would be cute. Yeah, it does look pretty cute. Yeah. Um, I think I don't really have that much more to say about that topic. I just want yeah. to let the people know mm -hmm. yeah. that I think it's important to really be mindful of the relationships you have in your life. Yeah, and just like take a step back and think about like the yeah relationships that you have and think about if you are, you know, contributing to the relationship as much as the other person as well, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Reflect on yourself as yeah, well. Yeah. Like don't just criticize others and whatnot. Because mm -hmm. it's so easy to be cynical and get into your ego inflated. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah. 
that's enough of that topic. I want to talk about the next one. My legs are feeling like they're going to be stuck to the couch. I know, it's getting this. really warm here. Yeah. It's like the second really hot day. Yeah, it's very toasty. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about today was something that my coworker actually brought up to me because she was feeling really bloated and lethargic yeah. and everything at work. And she was speaking really negatively about herself and her body. And then she looked at me and she's like, what if? She's like, I really shouldn't speak to myself this way even when I'm not feeling my best because she's like what if your boyfriend only spoke to you nicely on the days where you looked and felt your best and like when you're on your period he just treated you and spoke to you the way you talk to yourself when you're yeah. on your period and she's like that is just not fair especially as a female you get your period yeah hopefully if your hormones are nicely balanced once a month mm -hmm. and that's for a long period of your life and if you are always very negative for a whole week of a month for the rest of your life that's a lot of negative self-talk yeah 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 no, for a prolonged period of time and i i'm saying that because i need to remind myself of that as well because when my body feels off or i feel bloated i am very negative to my myself and my brain so i have to be mindful of that because your body deserves love throughout all its stages yeah i feel like by faces i feel like by people like beating themselves up and like criticizing themselves and how they look and feel and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I feel it's like subconsciously could automatically trigger, um, you know, that always to happen going forward. Mm -hmm. Like you, like without even knowing you're just automatically like being very negative towards your appearance mm -hmm. um, and your, like the way you look, that's your appearance. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like it could automatically create this almost loop. Yes. Negativity. Yes. Um, like I'm really bad with bloating because as a female, it is very normal for your body to fluctuate and get bloated, especially close to your cycle. Like that is just a normal human female body thing. So I feel like in situations like that, it is really important to make your cycle a lot less negative and be kind to yourself. But I do understand, say, if you have gut issues, it's a lot easier to be like if you're in actual pain from like something that yeah. you ate is a little bit, I feel like it's a little bit different like totally. you still don't want to be super negative on yourself no. but you can acknowledge like oh this really sucks like yeah. i need to figure out what's wrong yeah. if your body's doing its natural bodily things i feel like we should respect that yeah if you're pooping and peeing on a regular basis what's with the i don't know the accent new york accent <laughs> <Yeah>. forget about it <laughs> um anyways help me you stuff um have a sip of water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like I have to pee so much. I'm mm. again. We drink. A I've been of, peeing this entire time. Just drank the whole water bottle. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't want to dismiss people who have. They say people who have chronic pain every no, single day. No. But I do know a lady who did have chronic pain every single day. I used to work with her, and she still was a very positive, happy person because she just learned to. Like just like live with that pain mm. and like that pain was just part of her life yeah. she like came to peace with it which i respect that because i just get the most tiniest bit bloated i'm like hmm, day's yeah. done day and is done yeah it's true uh, like people who like constantly have to you know battle like chronic pain or something mm -hmm. like that it's like you have to get into probably a certain mindset like that you takes a very strong person yeah. like, i feel like a lot of people don't do oh, that yeah um, exactly yeah yeah you have yeah. to be very strong about it. 
And then I was going to share the ham story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lady at my work who always tells me these really cool stories, <laughs> which I don't know where she gets them from. I don't think she even knows where she gets them from. She just, like, says them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story is, like, about a ham. And there's this lady, and she was preparing a ham, and she cut off the two ends of the ham. And her friend was over and was like, oh, like, why are you cutting off the ends of the ham before cooking it? And she's like, oh, because my mom used to always prepare the ham this way, so I've just always done it. And then she got curious about it. So then that lady called her mom and was like, hey, mom, like, why did you cut the two ends off the ham before putting it in the oven? And she was like, oh, I don't know. I just always seen my grandmother do it that way. So I just continued preparing the ham that that way. And then the girl's mom was curious. And then she called the girl's mom's grandma, her her mother, and asked the grandmother, like, oh, why did you cut the two ends of the ham off before putting it in the oven? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the grandma said, oh, because we, our stove was so small back then, we had to like cut the ends off to make the ham fit in the oven. Mm. And what I gathered from that story was that it's so easy for us to go about life without like questioning mm. things and asking questions. And we just go with the flow and do things just because we see other people doing it. But I, I can't talk. But I do think it's very important to question things while you're doing things. Because if you think about it, think about all the ham they wasted cutting off the ends. Yeah. For all those years. And it was just because the grandmother didn't have a big enough oven. Yeah. yeah. But no, people just continue doing things because you just do. Yeah. No, I like, Question I like that. Yeah. It's a cute yeah. story. It is. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, just like, take the second to ask yourself why you're doing a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Like you might have a good reason to do it or you might not know. And you might have to actually delve deeper and it might be interesting. You might yeah. uncover something and learn something about yourself. Um, but yeah, I feel like we all pick up these little habits and stuff like that, that we don't really question. We just kind of involuntarily do them. Yeah. I'm going to throw myself under the bus because I am t- almost 28 years old <laughs> and I just learned how a roundabout works <laughs> pretty much because I always saw the way my mom used a roundabout. So I just always thought that was the right way. And then it wasn't the right way. Cause when I started dating Ben, he showed me how a roundabout correctly works and you yield to the people on the left i didn't know that i thought it was the first people in the roundabout get to go yeah. that's what i always thought yeah I can, and just... like it depends on the i think the size of the roundabout too like if there's multiple lanes then it's different okay we're not gonna get into that yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is already we're not talking already. about roundabouts it's funny because we called my mom and we we're on speakerphone and i was telling her about the roundabout thing and she was like wait what she's like that's how roundabouts work and i'm like yes yes <laughs> It is, and I never questioned her or anything because she was like, Mom, like, oh, she yeah. knows how to drive, but she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I was wondering why I was getting so frustrated every time I went to a roundabout. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's funny. It's uh, funny, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, just question everything. question everything, yeah, why are you doing things, yeah. And then the last thing that I wanted to discuss today, which is already something I knew, and then I read it again in the subtle art of not giving a fuck book, mm-hmm. and it is about. If you want to achieve something in your life, you have to envision you enjoying the entire journey of getting to what you want in life. Like say if you want to be a real estate agent or a personal trainer, just because you think it'd be fun to have that job and you like like the way it looks and you just think like the lifestyle around it would be great. But in order for you to actually be successful in those things or even achieve those things, you have to enjoy the mundane and like the grind and the not so pretty aspects of getting there Mm -hmm. in order to get there like you can't just skip from one step to the end step like you have to you have to love that Mm -hmm. that whole that whole process 
Yeah. Because if you don't love that process, then you won't end up loving the final thing because you're doing, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't just have the cake without, no, without making the recipe. Exactly. Oh, good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, she's a philosopher. <laughs> she's a philosopher. <laughs> she's got the brain cell here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like that ties really nicely into the first topic that we discussed. Just oh, yeah. like the fact that, you know, uh, I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, the healthy versus non-healthy yeah like obsessions yeah yeah yeah. yeah and just uh even ties into the ham story too true yeah it ties into everything it ties into everything it ties into you know why we're recording the podcast here today maybe not but <laughs> you dive deep enough yeah. Yeah, maybe Anyways. yeah because you love the process i do yeah yeah i do and that's the thing it's like yeah you like you you wanted to do this podcast for quite quite a while, I mm -hmm. think, or just have a means to actually share uh, my thoughts, your I've thoughts, and like conversation. Yeah, social media. I've always spoke a lot, whether people listened or not. Yeah. I always would go on rants on my stories, and I just loved sharing things that I learned. Yeah, and I mean, like when you got into this, you weren't expecting like an instantaneous payoff. No, it's like you weren't expecting it to make money or anything. It's like, like that. my little creative outlet. Yeah, exactly, and like. There's so many people who, you know, see podcasts who have like millions of subscribers and millions of followers or whatever. And they're like, oh, this could be me. But they don't realize how much time that person put into uh, it and that the they, that person probably loves what they do. Yeah. It's and like, I think I've always Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy mm -hmm. because she like, she loves her podcast yeah. and she loves podcasting and she's been doing it for so long. When you hear her in interviews, you can just see yeah. how much she loves she's it. She like lights up. When, yeah, yeah. She's it's talking like very to inspiring. Yeah, but I mean, and even, even if nothing were to come out of something, it's mm -hmm. not wasted if you enjoyed doing it. Oh, exactly. So it's like that's the thing. And things like, just don't work out, and some things are failures. And you're like, yeah. okay, that didn't work, but at least yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'm guilty of being like that as well too, because I always thought I wanted to be a personal trainer because I loved working out. I thought it'd be cool to like. Um, train like i would love to do like group fitness classes mm. that's always what i kind of thought of but then i really didn't enjoy the process of learning about personal training and taking the test like i just really didn't love it enough to go through all that yeah. so yeah. there's no point of me being then i probably wouldn't end up liking the end result anyways if i didn't enjoy that process yeah exactly and that's the thing it's like yeah if i think it's good to try it's good to try new things and yeah. stuff like that but I think you also have to think a little ahead, like whether you will actually enjoy the entire process and like put aside the, like the penultimate um, prize basically of like, you know, this glamorous, maybe glamorous job or like whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and think more about the um, components that make up achieving that yes. and think whether you actually enjoy that process. Yeah. Because... Yeah. I feel like a lot of it's so easy to just, you know, glom onto a new thing that you think. Glom? Glom. Oh, glom. Yeah, I, I kind of started saying a different word at the start. Like a sclom a word. Glom. I <laughs> like glom onto something new and exciting, but not actually um, unpack it and think about whether you'll enjoy the yes. entire process. And I guess even in that might not that might not even be the right word because there is going to be parts of the journey where you might not enjoy like it's mm -hmm. a very stressful time, yeah. but you have to be willing to go through the pain and discomfort 
Like, what pain are you willing to take on in order to attain the dream that you want? Yeah. You have to be okay with that pain and discomfort. And it yeah. will be enjoyable once you get through it and yeah. you, you, yeah, mm-hmm. you pass those, like, hurdles. Yeah. And I think, like, in a way, people who, like, when you love something, you almost, like, derive some sort of pleasure. It sounds weird from, like, the pain and, yes. like, overcoming that pain. I can see that. So, like, you actually, like you want to have like these hurdles to overcome because mm. like, you know, that this is like, this is your driving force. This yeah. is like, this Sweet is what you. you want for the rest of your life or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you'll do whatever it takes. Yeah. We're now a motivational podcast. <laughs> Another part in the book that I, that was definitely a shot at my ego mm. because he was saying that people that say to people that you can achieve anything you want in life, it's just inflating the person's ego that's saying it because, mm-hmm. because he's like, that's not necessarily true. Like some people aren't willing or just not interested or not wanting yeah. to achieve certain things. So by you saying that every single person is willing or able to do that is not true. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know if I agreed with that or not. Cause I always say like, if you want something enough and you're willing to put in the work, like it's yours, you just have to yeah. grind. I feel like it depends on how specific you're being with this, with it, because like not everyone can be like, a rocket scientist no you know there's like specific there's like certain niches or whatever that some people just can't do like you probably well, yeah niches for sure yeah but yeah i don't know i i think like i think almost everyone has the potential to be successful in their own way or whatever mm-hmm. they might not necessarily have the potential to be a billionaire or right. whatever successful in some kind of way it doesn't yeah. have to be in work and no. just even being like relationships or even just self development. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, we all define success differently. Completely differently. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's completely subjective. Mm-hmm. So I think like you have to just analyze what you deem success to be. And then you can, you can strive for that, but yeah. Shouldn't think that you can achieve anything. No. I don't think. No, that's not, not. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think if people truly want something and it is what they actually want, mm-hmm. then they can make it work. Yeah. They like just feel it within them. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm going to have this job or yeah. live here one day. Yeah. No, I, you, I, I do believe that you will get there if you really feel it within yourself. Because, yeah, then you'll, then you'll put in the work that needs to be done. Exactly. And you'll, um, yeah, you'll make it happen, I think. Hot. It is very hot. My legs are definitely sticking to the couch. It's okay. You're gonna have to peel me off afterwards. That's fine. I could do that. I'm strong. I know. So I feel like that was probably a good enough little ramble. Yeah, that yeah. was good. I'm gonna go. I want to go eat a popsicle. Yeah, it's popsicle weather now. Yeah, it is popsicle weather. I've never loved pops. I've never eaten this many popsicles, and I don't never buy popsicles. No, but all to. of a sudden, it's a thing. Yeah. I mean, I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Obviously, the hot weather. Obviously, the hot weather. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's all we're going to discuss today. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? You're good. No, that was great. Oh, okay. do you want the questions? Oh. Before we close out the podcast, we are going to do a question segment. Mm-hmm. We usually choose a question out of the icebreaker desk, desk deck, icebreaker deck. But today we are, we made up our own questions to ask each other. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask my first question to you. Okay. okay. What are three, what are the three, what are the, <laughs> that's, that's from the top. What are the three things you're looking forward to the most the rest of this year? 
Ooh. Hmm. I think you, you don't have to say one because I know what one is and it's a secret, so you can't say okay. it. Okay. Um, the secret, which we will eventually tell people what the secret is. We can't say it yet. I think the one, the top one is proposing to Amy. So um, yeah, so that's the, that's number one. Mm -hmm. um, number two would be, I think, developing like relationships with more clients and stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, and then the third one would be, I think, develop my YouTube channel more mm -hmm. and do more like passion projects and like spec work and stuff. That nice. Yeah, I I want to do. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good answers. Yeah. Um, okay. So now your question to me. Yeah. My first question is, what's your definition of a healthy relationship and how has that potentially, that definition potentially shifted from a year or two ago? It's a loaded question. How is the, how has it shifted? Yeah. Like, how has it like changed or whatever? I feel like, I feel like I've always said relationships for a healthy relationship. My definition is having good communication mm. and the ability, the ability and the want to learn from one another at all times. Cause I feel like that always just helps you just get to know each other better. Yeah. But I feel like those definitions have stayed the same, but I feel like now I'm actually doing those things. I feel like my younger self would say those things because I liked the way they sounded. And I thought I was doing those things in my relationships, but I actually was too mature to be doing those things. Mm. So I feel like now I can say those and actively or honestly say that i am doing yeah. those things now i feel like yeah. i communicate decently oh, there are some times where i don't no but, but most part I, I do you're you're really good at communicating yeah. Yeah. And yeah and just always being yeah just learning from one another yeah. i think yeah. is the very key component in a healthy relationship yeah no, that's that's amazing right. so you're just always growing and evolving together because i feel like a lot of the time especially when you're younger people outgrow relationships like you just grow different directions or one person doesn't grow at all and the other person yeah. grows substantially so it's nice to always that we're always learning different yeah. things and the same things and coming together and sharing that knowledge because then you're just growing together. Yeah. And I think like, um, just to add on to that, like just even doing something like this podcast is like super cool mm -hmm. and super special. It feels yeah, like, and like, I feel, I feel honored that you like want me on it's this so podcast. It's so much more fun with you on it. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad. Um, but yeah, I, f I feel like it just gives us like a platform to actually have a conversation mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we don't have to put it out there, but we do put it out there. Like we're scheduling a conversation time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds like therapy. <laughs> but yeah, no, and just like the fact that we add these little things on, like bringing like new questions uh, to ask each other. Mm -hmm. And we, we, we didn't know each other's questions before. No, uh, it's a surprise. Episode, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is, it's nice. It's, mm -hmm. It really like allows you to grow as an like individual and as a couple. Yeah. No, that's a good answer. That's a very good answer. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. So I have my next question. Okay. What were the thoughts? What were the thoughts going through your head before we met for our first date? And then what were your thoughts at the end of our first date? Oh man. <laughs> we had a really good first we date. Did, it yeah. was like it was the best date ever. Yeah, it was we laughed, I think, for three hours straight. Yeah. We like couldn't feel our faces yeah. afterwards and so much laughing. Yeah. Definitely had to ice our cheeks, I think. <laughs> These cheeks, keep in mind. I think. <laughs> yeah, not our cheeks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay, so. Your thoughts before we were meeting. Okay. Uh, obviously, like, 
I was very nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we met up, I was like, oh gosh, she is gorgeous. It's very sweet. Um, and then I think another, the third one is like, try not to embarrass yourself too much. <laughs> but I didn't hold back on that one. <laughs> no, you didn't embarrass yourself. No, no. If anything, I embarrassed myself. No, you didn't. No, like we were both, it was, what made it so amazing is that we were both ourselves. We were both our genuine selves and we were both very like weird and out there. Yeah. Which is awesome. And we just had so many things in common. Yeah. It was just, it was so fun. Yeah. I've just never laughed that much on a first date no. ever. It was yeah. just very fun yeah it was yeah it was incredible yeah and then you said the three things i thought uh, after i didn't say three things i said oh things okay oh. but you can give three and then afterwards you said yeah and then the thoughts after the okay thing. um afterwards i was like i definitely want to date this girl <laughs> yeah um and then obviously like blown away by how gorgeous and attractive you were and Thank then you. just also blown away by the amount of chemistry that we had mm-hmm. and just how easy it was. Yeah, it was such, it was it so just good. like, it, it I, well, I think about that first date frequently. Me too. Yeah. So happy. And those like three or four hours just flew by. Like it felt mm-hmm. like 15 minutes almost. It was, and crazy. It was we went into a coffee shop. That's yeah. like where we met yeah. and we had to leave the coffee shop because everyone was in there with their families just <laughs> yeah. like so quiet. And we were like we, acting like we're at a bar. Yeah. We were, like, or bursting out laughing and just, like <laughs> disrupting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I think we have to leave. We're like, we should just go. <laughs> stop laughing. Yeah. No, that was, that was, oh, it was incredible. It was I remember happy. you looking at me. You're like, I feel like I'm on drugs. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it was, was really funny. It was the best. Yeah. yeah. It was a good day. Yeah. Cute. That was amazing. Good answers. Yeah. Thanks. Um, okay, my my last question. It's uh, another slightly deep question. Okay. Wow. Um, do you believe that every human being has a purpose to fulfill in life? And if I explain a lot, every every single person. Yeah. No. Okay. And I will have a more in depth answer to that once. I want, there's a documentary that I want to watch called mm. The Flip Side. I only know a little bit about it mm. due to like this influencer that was discussing it on her podcast, but she was talking about soul tribes and how, actually, you know what? No, I think, I don't think everyone necessarily has a purpose to fulfill, but I feel like some people can have, like, say, like a, couple comes together and they have a child and that child has a purpose to fulfill and that child is supposed to be here because they had to fulfill something but like the parents didn't necessarily have like a, a purpose that they needed to maybe their purpose was to have the child yeah, i guess so their purpose was to have the child so that the child has to overcome or re- figure out their purpose yeah yeah it's tough it, no it's like it's a really yeah, yeah you know maybe difficult. maybe yes just some purposes might seem smaller than other ones yeah yeah an example is kind of like, say, if a certain person is really meant to have a huge spiritual awakening, but their parents didn't have the spiritual awakening, so they were able to have this child that was able to have it, and the parents couldn't have it because they had to give the child the adversity that they needed in order to get to the spiritual awakening, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, what we learned about on that podcast, like I, that did resonate with me when she was talking about it. So, I feel like we all have purposes, just some are smaller than others. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Good answer. Thanks. Yeah. All right. I want to eat a popsicle. Me too. So we're checking out. We're checking out. Um, maybe we should do that at the end of each episode. Yeah. Like that's a good two questions. tradition. I like yeah. that. New yeah. tradition. Yeah.
Yeah. All right. But then we won't be here next week. Oh, yeah. We're not going to be here next week because we're going to be in Maui. So there's not going to be an episode next Monday, but there will be one the following, the following Monday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it will. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. And if you want to message me, you can message me on Instagram or email me any of your questions or opinions or whatever you want us to speak about in the next yeah. episode. Let's start a conversation. And let's start a conversation. But yeah, yeah, thank you so much for listening and watching. And we will see you in the next one. Yeah. Adios. And there's no Bella here today. I know. It's so yeah. sad. Usually she'd be right on your lap. I know. Bella's on a road trip with my mom. Probably almost for the best book. because it would be very, very warm. It would warm be very warm. Here. Yeah, yeah. She'll be back here next yeah. two weeks from now. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Adios. Bye.